Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. We are here and back. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is. How are you today, Brad? I am very, very swell. For anybody watching live, you know that it's Monday. For anybody listening on the podcast, we are obviously delayed, so it has been a weekend. Uh, Brad, how was, your, how was your weekend? Um, it was awesome because Formula One is back in business, so I got to watch a little bit of Formula One on Sunday morning, so life is swell. I'm very, oh, very happy. Swell. I wish everybody on the podcast could see the hand reaction that we just... The hand reaction and the and the classy Brad mug. That's a dude. You like my my gold foiled mug? A, a gold leaf B on there. That is in the in in a, uh, a copper plate script. If I'm, I have uh, no idea. All I know is this this mug was a dollar ninety nine. Uh, the only reason I know that's because Lisa does calligraphy, so I know that that's copper. So I'm copper very plate. excited about my gold leaf, very bougie mug. Oh, yeah. It's it's you're a fa- you're a fancy man. Um, oh, did you, see, you want to see what book came that you told me to order? Yes. Is it Principles? Yeah. It took forever to get here. I ordered this. We talked about that like two weeks ago, and it just came yesterday. It's such a good book. Dude, it's so thick. It's such a good book. Here, here are the, the books that I am. <laughs> this is... This is the current <laughs> the current reading list that I have, and I have another book that I think is in my car that I'm reading right now. Plus the 300 pages of PDFs that I have printed out next to my laptop. That's insane. Yeah, I read, and I have I've been slow. I've only been reading like 40 pages a day right now. Dude, I have been trying to read, and I just have not had the time. No, I, I the only time I've been able to do it like today, I got up at 4:30 this morning so I could read for a half hour. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the time to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now, now they're resurfacing the uh, street in front of my house, and like trying to concentrate and read is a nightmare. Um, Crafty in my house. That's I'm true. Cold. I'm cold because I don't have a beard anymore. Jay's Jay's undergoing major transformations <sighs> in life. Still refusing to get a haircut, but I shaved the beard. I look like I'm 12. I my neck is tiny. I can't. I, I can't tolerate how small my neck looks now. My you, face washing time went down to about 30 seconds, though, from the... Uh, my neck always I'm, looks small. Yeah. All right. So today, we are uh, we're going to be going to be talking about going back to the basics. So for anybody who listens to the podcast regularly, uh, we do cover some topics, again, over and over from time to time. But the, uh, you know, the, the point of this is how to make nutrition sustainable. And new people come in and out of the uh, our Facebook group all the time, come into the podcast all the time. So we want to make sure that we revisit a lot of these common topics. And I don't think for anybody who's dieting, uh, be it a some anybody who's familiar with flexible dieting, and that can be a, a coach, a nutrition expert, anybody, it always helps to go back to the basics. Um, I think that once, if you are advanced with nutrition stuff, I think that one thing that any skill, when we get advanced, we, uh, you lose the ability to communicate with the starting people. Um, and I think it's important to make sure you keep revisiting that. So today we're going to talk about macros 101. What are calories and macros? So I guess the first topic is what exactly are calories? And anybody at home, sorry, sorry, Brad, uh, if you were going to say something, anybody at home, root. Um, yeah, I'm, I have that effect. This is this is uh, we're going off of our ebook, so you can go to macrosinc.net/ebook 
and uh, download our free ebook. It is uh, 29 pages. Uh, original version was written by me, I think. I don't even remember. Maybe Many moons ago. I, I don't remember where this came from. Uh, it's been edited quite a bit. Brad went through edited. We've had it edited by a couple other people, a couple of our coaches. It's been edited over and over and over. So uh, it's an up-to-date it's a, it's a probably, it's, I, I don't know. I think it's a really high quality ebook, but that's, I'm probably biased in it. So macrosync.net slash ebook is free. Put in your email and get emailed to you. So Brad, yes. what is, what, what is a calorie? Is it something that's limited? That's, that's like food only? No. So a calorie is just a unit of energy, right? It's like a jewel. Um, what's another unit of energy, Jay? Uh, a gigawatt, 1.21 gigawatts, right? Oh it's just, God. it's a, <laughs> you like my back to the future reference there? It's just, it's a measure of energy. Um, and the reason we use a calorie is it's easy to understand and put that in the context of food with just the, the amount. I mean, it would be very weird to say like, oh, you consume 0.0078 gigawatts a day. Like it just wouldn't make any sense. And then there's chemical energy and there's electrical energy. And a calorie is just really a unit of energy that relates to chemical energy um, specifically. Now, a calorie, the way that we think about it, is a the amount of heat, and heat is just energy, that you need to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. So that's a pretty small amount of water and a pretty small change in temperature. So, and and... We we refer to calories in uh, we we write calories either with a capital C a K cal or yep. a capital C A L and that's yep. different than calorie with a lowercase C correct yeah so what we what we actually use is kilocalories right which is a thousand of the small calories so a small calorie which is the unit that's raising one gram of water by one degree Celsius a thousand of those makes up a kilocalorie. And okay. humans, the way that we think about food is actually in kilocalories, but we just call it calories because it's it's easier than calling it kilocalories. So like when you see the the average American consumes 2,000 calories a day, or that's like the RDA on like a food label, they're actually talking about 2,000 kilocalories. Yeah. So we're consuming 2 million calories. We are consuming 2 million calories. Okay. So, and, and you know, you, you use the, the, the jewel and the uh, 1.21 yeah. gigawatt reference. And that's, I think that's a good reference that I've never actually even, I mean, I knew it was a unit of energy and all that. I, I yeah. think, think it's a good thing to put into perspective though. You know, just like your how you know, you, you, you use a electro outlet at either 120 or 240 volts, yeah. depending on where you are in the world. Um, and we have amps, your breaker has 20, 15 or 20 amps or higher. Um, and that, that's what fuels your electronic devices. This is the exact same. Think of food, and this is the unit of energy. It's like volts or amps in your food. Mm-hmm. We have our um, calories that are fueling the electrical system that is your body. You know? Yep, and that's that's all yeah. it is. And you just have to make sure that you have sufficient energy levels to fully power. And just like with electronic device, if you put in too much energy, it, it's something's, something's not going to go right. Right? It's not going to get the expected result. We put in too many calories into a person. We, we, we have to store that just like a battery. We store that energy and fat. Yep. Cause you can't, or you, or you release it as heat. Release as heat. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. But eventually, you can't release that much heat because you can't rate rate your. You, you know, you have to you have you have storage capacity like a battery because you can't uh, you can't release all of it in heat. And if you did release it all as heat, you'd boil your brain and you'd die. Yeah, or you'd be really really gassy and nobody want to be around you. If you sweat out hot farts all day. Oh my god! <laughs> you had to know. Well, going thank you for attending this episode of Am I Live? We're going to leave now. Hey, I've had it's a ten year old's birthday in my house today, so I have. Had, oh, is it Liam's birthday? Yeah, that's when he told you. He asked you if you didn't even lift last year on his birthday. Remember? We went oh, here. that's right. We were in Vancouver, and me, Lisa, and him went whale watching in the morning, and then we met you and Marissa. We took a nine year old to a bar in Canada. And then, you remember when we used to be able to go into Canada and now we can't go into Canada? Yeah, but I'm not, you know, I mean, Brad Morgan's in Canada, so I like that distance between us. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should make Brad Morgan meme shirts because he would never even notice that people were. We should them. have him on here on MI Live. And that way people on the podcast will lose the effect. But I, I guarantee if you're watching live, you'll you'll get the Brad Morgan gaze where anybody watching live right now, his camera will be like this. And he's looking like this the whole time. That's that's so true. Every love, company conference call, you get like I, Brad's chin. I love Brad to death, but he nobody. I don't know if he doesn't know how to use a webcam or if he doesn't. I don't think he looks. I think he has the webcam on and then tabs out so we can look at like text and stuff and take notes. And he never realized that he's not in frame in the webcam. And it's it's hysterical. It took me maybe a year to finally realize that he's not doing it on purpose. Yeah, I was like, "What is wrong with this guy?" I think the first time he had it, he had his webcam aimed at his like ceiling, and all I could see was this, the top of his head. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, "I don't know how to use this." Oh my god! Oh, awesome. I love Brad Morgan. So <laughs> back to our back to the topic at hand. Why? So we have calories. This is a unit of energy. I think everybody is familiar with familiar enough with calories to know this is how much energy your food has. Um, yep. Why? Why are calories important though? Like why? Why is I don't want to say why is this how we measure why is this how we measure our food because I we have a unit of energy it converts and we need that but why is it important for people to know how much calorie because oh let me combine that thought cuz because Deal. calories are not the only unit of energy people use for food what in, no. in, in Australia and other parts of the world but mostly Australia they use uh kilojoules right uh yeah and is that a more accurate measure than a calorie like why, why do people use that versus calories i guess um it's it's just kind of a standardization thing um i mean joules can be in mm-hmm. some sense a little more accurate because i think it's like 4.2 joules per kilocalorie yeah. so it's like you get you get more resolution on your data okay um but like part of the problem is it doesn't freaking matter like p- people's errors are not within like that level of like data fidelity, right? Like that resolution of data doesn't really make a difference for weight loss. Um, like even if we changed our calories and we like changed it by a factor of, you know, five. So it was like, you know, we, we broke it down even a little bit less resolution that Mm -hmm. still wouldn't make a substantial difference in how we coach people or what we tell people. Um, so really like the calorie is just fine. A jewel also is great. I I recommend whenever we have Australian clients come in, I recommend that they, they use calories. It's a lot easier. I think, um, most standardized, I kind of think of using kilojoules for energy in food as the imperial system in the U S yeah, it's, it's usable. It's probably not the most effective one and it only makes sense to people who grew up with it. 
Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's, there's so much better ways. Or people who are scientists in a previous life. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one too. So why, why are we measuring calories? Why? And, and this might seem so we don't gain weight is not, you know, so we know how much, but why, why are they important? Like what's the, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to get at or if I'm just. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a few answers to this question and my answer changes over time. Um, you know, one of the reasons I think it's important to, to know what a calorie is and, and why to track them and things like that is for a couple of reasons. But the main one is our current lifestyle, food environment, um, way about living our lives, cultural, all those things really make it hard for us to kind of have a normal biological, evolutionary biology, homeostatic regulatory relationship with food, right? Where we can just consume food, we'll have hunger and satiety signals, the availability of food makes sense, the ease of access to food makes sense to where we can kind of manage energy balance in our body without having to worry about the calories in food, right? Like we went how many thousands of years maintaining good, healthy body habitus without tracking calories? Zero. I mean, thousands, right? Like potentially 250,000 years or however long humans have been on this planet, right? In our current, in our current iteration, um, millions for mammals and stuff like that. But the problem becomes is our food environment and our just lives and everything has changed so much that our ability to regulate food intake has become pretty poor. Um, And that's just a byproduct of, of how we've evolved and the the ways we've changed our environment. So what it really allows you to do is understand that relationship of the energy balance with the food you're consuming. Right. So do you, do do you think that, that it's, and and let's go in modern times and and I a hundred percent agree with everything that you said about, you know, going back in time, we, we, we maintained it pretty good. Um, Do you think that it's, more important now that we're paying attention to calories because I mean, even 10 years ago, you didn't see calories on food menus at restaurants. It was, it wasn't no. even, you know, it was rare. And now I don't think I can't think of a restaurant that doesn't, that doesn't list them anymore, even in States that don't require it. Um, do you think that it's, it's more important now because, and, and I, I think it's both, but I just want, which do you think is more the reason that, that brings the importance of knowing your calories, uh, to the forefront is it the the hyper palatability of of these foods that are so calorie dense that we just don't realize it or is it the sedentary lifestyle that we live now because we're way more sedentary even now than we even were 10 years ago um i would say it's a little bit of both um <sighs> here's my answer and i reserve the right to change us at any moment in time. Um, if you, if you look at, uh, if you look at the data over the last 50 years, right. Since the 1970s, when we've really had a big spike in, uh, kind of obesity rates, I think there were problems brewing before that, but it kind of took that long for some of the, I mean, you can have an energy excess for, for decades without reaching, you know, obesity. Um, there has been a large drop in, work-related 
energy expenditure, right? Like, but there's been a concurrent increase in leisure time physical activity. So the total daily energy expenditure has dropped a little bit over time, but it hasn't been a massive drop. What has been a massive change is caloric consumption. Depending on the data source you look at, you're looking at anywhere from 400 to 600 calories a day more that the average person is consuming in in the United States over the compared to about 50 years ago, right? I mean, that is that math is pretty profound, right? I mean, pretty mind boggling number when you think about that. Yeah. I mean, so let's just say on average 500 calories a day, if you want to, I mean, the data sources are a little all over the place, but let's just peg that number because it's within an order of magnitude of being correct. That is under 2000 calories a year. Yeah. And you have some regulatory mechanisms or whatever, but that if you look at the change in caloric consumption and you look at the change in physical activity, those data perfectly explain all of the energy excess and obesity rates over the last 50 Mm -hmm. years. Like there's very little left to explain. Um, So it's much more difficult to control daily physical activity over long periods of time because your job will change, your ability to exercise will change, all that sort of stuff. So what we can control is food consumption. Um, And people can only make choices if they have enough information. So having energy information, calorie information, nutrition information available on food really makes a big difference. I agree. Sorry, my You're, dog just threw up on my leg and I'm just... Did he really? Yeah, and I'm just... <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's just awesome. Uh, oh my God. Do we need to go for a show sponsor break? <laughs> no, no, we're okay. He's, he, he cleaned off my foot now, so it's all gone. But, oh my yeah, God. Totally just did that while he was... <laughs> Like, I'm I'm going to label this episode uh, when I go to publish it the episode where the dog threw up on Jay's leg. Uh, it was so gross and warm. <laughs> it was so gross and warm. Oh my god, that's awesome! Uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, and he's fine. He's he's not sick. He just decided. Dogs do that all the time. Yeah, no, I know. I'm not on my feet normally. Oh my god! Thank you, waffle. Waffle. Uh, uh, so, so <laughs> on that note, uh, we got only two comments. You guys have any questions? Feel free to ask. Ambra says, "Good morning. Good morning in Italy. I think it's afternoon for you. You're in Italy." Uh, yes. What is good afternoon in Italian? Buongiorno. That's good day. Same difference. Or good morning. I don't know. Uh. Somebody said, wow, never connected here till now. I messaged Jay earlier. Love listening to you guys. Well, we like that you're listening. We love that you're listening. Um, and I have not gone through my emails yet this morning. And Brad, yes. guess how many emails I woke up to? Um, 1,400. My inbox, ooh, 1,264 in my inbox. Um, but that's, since, that's a cumulative effect since Thursday. Oh, that was so funny. Somebody last week text me and be like, Hey, did you get somebody else's email? And I was like, um, I don't know. They're like, what do you mean? You don't know. And I just sent him a screenshot of my, the number of unread emails I had. Mm-hmm. I was, and he was like, what is that sense? And I was like, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mine, are, mine are not necessarily, a lot of mine are, are spam ones that I just haven't deleted yet. Over oh. the weekend. I, I normally take like a half hour at night when I'm trying to fall asleep and delete all my spam emails. I know. Um, let's see. Somebody said, 
Uh, let's see. Somebody said, if I lift some weights now and then later, is that still okay? Can you divide up a workout into twice per day? Uh, you can. You can, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically cut up your strength, your strength training based on when you're chasing after your kids. <laughs> yep, you can do that. I would say, the only thing I would say is don't break up your like exercises, right? Like don't do like one set of squats and then come back four hours later into your second set. Like if you've got like three by 10, try to do all three sets together. That's what I would say. Great. Uh, Leanne said she's waiting for an email for me, but Leanne, you took a long time to reply to my initial email. So now it's just payback. And that's how, <laughs> how the world works. <laughs> Quid pro quo. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, I will get back to you. We were scheduling. Leanne's <laughs> going to be coming on the show, I think. And we've just been. Who is? Uh, I've been, oh, Leanne. I've just swamped. And we redid the format a little bit. So now we're only on three days a week. And then we were waiting for a couple things and then it got busy, but I'll get back to you this week. So, Brad, let's get to our second part of this conversation. You ready? Mm, let me have some coffee though, ready. So, macros. Obviously, if, if we count calories, if we count calories, we have, you know, so I guess let's refocus back on calories first. So, if I count my calories and track my calories, is that enough to safely, reasonably, sustainably lose weight, gain weight, or maintain my weight? Just by tracking my calories, my caloric intake? Yes. Okay. Is that, is that fair to say that that is, you know, following that 80, 20 principle, is it fair to say that that's about 50% of the results from 10% of the work? Yes. Okay. I'd say that that's fair. Yeah. Okay. And then macros, we break that down a little further. So mm-hmm. in the hierarchy, macros kind of come next and we can track our macros. But would you say that tracking macros gives you the other, 30% of your results with another 10% of the workload. So by tracking <laughs> macros, which are also calories, we're going to get 80% of the results with 20% of the work. Yes. Ballpark statements. I mean, that's obviously, yes. yeah. So, so what are, you know, obviously we have, we have proteins, carbs, fats, and alcohol. Um, are there any other macros that anybody doesn't know about? Cause alcohol is the one that nobody realized I think is a macro most of the time. Are there any uh, other hidden ones? Not that I know of. Would you call fiber a macro? No. Would you call me a macro? Um, I could conceive of a theory where you are a macro in terms of like the computer code idea of a macro. Oh my God. Oh my God. I completely get what you're saying, but <laughs> and I, I don't know if it's more, Oh my God, because you said it or more, Oh my God, because I follow your logic and I'm scared to be in your brain right now. It's a know. scary place to be. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so with macro, why just what, what is a macro? Obviously it's a, it's a, it's a breakdown of a cal. It's a different yeah. of a group of calories, but what are they? So a macro is the the term is short for macronutrient, which means it's a nutrient that you consume in relatively large quantities. So macro means big, right? Like microscope means looking at small things. Micro means small. Macro means big. So generally, it's you're consuming them in the order of magnitude of grams, right? Like five grams, ten grams, a hundred grams a day. Um, and so macronutrients is is just the label of 
a ty- types of nutrients that you're consuming in larger quantities. Um, and then we break it down based on kind of the, the chemical makeup and the function of that chemical makeup in your body, right? So proteins are a macro, has a very specific chemical structure. Carbohydrates, or, and protein also has a very specific function in the human body. Carbohydrates have a very specific chemical structure, and they have a very specific function in the human body. Fats have a very specific chemical structure and a very specific function in the human body. Alcohol has a very specific chemical structure and a very specific function in the human body. So we kind of break them down into structure and function. Okay, perfect. Was that, was that, I didn't cut you. you. You paused and I didn't know if that was the end or if there was more to your statement. Okay, that's it. <laughs> so, so the, <clears throat> and then when, I, I just, I, I remember when I first started tracking and, and I mean, I knew what a calorie was. I knew what grams were. I knew what protein was, but it, it it's it, the first like week I was like, Oh, this is super easy. And then after like a week I hit this, you know, that learning curve where you hit hockey stick up and then all of a sudden you flatline because yeah. you, you gain more knowledge and now you're trying to, to assimilate it and use yeah. it all. Yeah, and you overcomplicate everything. And then all of a sudden, I got confused. I was like, well, calories are, you know, you're trying to reason and understand everything. And, well, there are grams, calories, but calories aren't weighed. And then there are grams in macronutrients, which is a weight of a group of calories. And it becomes real complicated. I think people just over overcomplicate it. And you just need to remember that it's, it's two different systems that you're kind of combining here um, that work together. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of do what I always tell people is if you're counting your macros, you're counting your calories. Mm -hmm. You're just doing it with a much more focus. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of like using a, it's, you know, a lot of people and I'm going to right now use financial, uh, um, analogies for counting your calories and it to me it's it's like a rounding like we're using we're getting more accurate because we're using decimals we're using you know we're using decimals we're not using whole numbers here and it's going to get you you know on the grand scheme of things if you're not using decimals on things you're going to have big huge errors in your day if you're not using you but you'll still get to your goal it just might not be as as accurate or as fast and if you don't use if you just use calories you'll still get your goal it might not be as accurate as fast you use macros it's a lot more accurate and it'll get you there a little more faster just takes a little more work but not much yeah and the other the other distinction i like to tell people is you can kind of separate calories and macros into two different ideas calories really dictate the energy balance right whether you gain or lose body mass Mm -hmm. the macronutrients play more of a role on changing body composition Mm -hmm. and your body's ability to do work, right? Like you can lose a substantial amount of body weight consuming only fats, right? Like if that's, if that's your only calorie source, let's say you eat 1200 calories a day in fat, you can lose a substantial amount of body weight, but you're going to lose a lot of lean mass with it. And your ability to do like high performance work is going to be basically zero. Um, now you can eat 1200 calories a day while consuming mostly protein and mostly carbohydrates, You'll spare most of your lean mass and you'll be able to exercise, you know, not at peak capacity because you're in a pretty big energy deficit, but you can still exercise at a moderate volume at a relatively high intensity. Um, so 
calories are really the change in scale weight and macronutrients are a little bit more on the body composition and ability to perform side of things. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I guess why, why are we, because we can take, we can take macros and cal. we can take macros and we tell some people track your track, your overall calories and your protein intake, T- track your, Carbs uh, and and then carbs and fats can be intermixed. Track mm-hmm. your protein and or tra- and track all three. And then and nobody seems no macro tracking app seems to have alcohol in that. And why is it that we is that you know is it just personal preference why we're picking and choosing? Is it individual or is there is there a is there any data on better outcomes for the average person when they track all three macros versus just one in calories or when they track specifically alcohol um it's all pretty similar for weight loss okay um you can kind of do any of those for weight loss so so it's just kind of like a whatever makes you whatever works best for you is what you should do for the average person yeah okay now one of the reasons we don't track like we don't officially consider alcohol a macronutrient in like the the general populace is in theory, people should not be consuming macronutrients amount of alcohol on a daily basis. Right. Right. Like consuming 50, 60, 70 grams of alcohol on a daily basis to where you would consider it a macronutrient as part of your daily intake. Probably not the best idea. But is that, is that one of those things where, yeah, you shouldn't do it, but we do it. So we probably should just put it in there. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big believer of the more information we have, the better. Yeah, I agree. So, but that's just maybe, my, maybe we should talk to Jason at my macros plus and not, not necessarily have it as a default setting, but have it as an option that you can like enable. That would be actually really cool. Yeah, I think so. Just, Hey, here, here's an alcohol database. We don't, you know, drink with moderation, drink responsibly, but if you want to track it exactly, here you go. I yes. think we have a meeting coming up. I think, I think we might have a direct line with Jason. So maybe we will, uh, have to talk to him about that uh yes can All we right. bring his corgi on the show sometime oh my god <laughs> his, yeah his as, as long as his corgi doesn't throw up on him like my dog did was, <laughs> i don't understand and then, and, then he awesome. just, and then he walked away grabbed his the, our, my dogs love stuffed lamb chops like the little lamb chop character we oh, have yeah like, we have like 40 of them i i have in my view right now i can see six of them and they all have the stuffing ripped out. So they're just these raggedy little lamb chop dolls. We get them on Amazon auto delivery every week. We get one. And they're just laying around. So he walks over, grabs all the lamb chops, piles them down, and then is laying on them just looking at me. Like I don't like he like he like I, like he's mad at me because he threw up on me. I don't I mean I would be upset with you if I threw up on you too. Dogs are dogs are jerks. Um Ambra said that good afternoon in Italian is bon. Pom Ergerio. Bon Pomergio. Bon Pomergio? Okay. I have no idea. I think mine was better. Bon Pomergio. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Who else said something? On Facebook, we had a comment that said, I've been on a deficit. I've been in a deficit for only about a little over a month. Working out too. Very active. Having lots of success lately, but due to my... but. Uh, but could be due to my cycle. But lately I felt more hungry. Maybe I need to change my macros. I'm down six pounds. I'm five foot two and 128 pounds currently. I think being down six pounds in a month is great. 
especially at that body weight, that's pretty substantial, right? So like, let's say a 200 pound person loses 6% of their body weight or six pounds. That is 3% 3 of their body weight at, um, 128 pounds. That's like 5% of your body weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's pretty pretty good. And, and, you know, and like you said, you could have, it could be due to your cycle. So what I would do is just keep it up as long as it's sustainable for you and you're not like dying during this and struggling, I would keep it up and then look back at your weight, uh, the weight changes in four week intervals. So from week one to, I think you said a little over muscle. So it's been five weeks, week one to week four, week two to week five and, and make sure that that see what that, what that difference is. And that will give you an overall better picture. And then you can look back in one month chunks after you have months of data and see if, if you're down that 1% per uh, 1% per week average. So if you're down four pounds per month, about, then you're on the right track. But it seems, sounds like you're, I would say that don't change anything as long as you're be able to, to sustain the diet and you're not miserable. Yep. Um, Dante said, good vibes. That's not Jay because I shaved my beard. It's very cold outside. I got it's, it's it's like 85 outside right now, and I walked out this morning, and the wind hit my face, and I was like, "Oh my god, what's going on? It's so cold." 85 is cold with no beard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did this last winter, and it was the dumbest thing ever. Because I not last winter, two winters ago when I shaved at Christmas, and I was like, I the I didn't realize how warm the beard kept me, and yeah. Um, why is maintenance so somebody asked why is maintenance so much more than calories? They, you, uh, I use your calculator and it's 500 more calories, 500 calories more each day. Um, grinning face emoji. There's a very clear answer. Um, so if generally speaking, if you're kind of on a weight loss approach and you want to lose about a pound a week, Roughly a 500 calorie a day deficit is what's required to lose meaningful amounts of weight over the span of months, right? So if you're trying to lose weight, roughly 500 calories a day deficit is a good target to aim for. If you don't want to lose weight, you don't want to be in a deficit. So that's kind of that 500 calorie difference. Mm-hmm. So it's... So it's, uh, yeah, it's math, just math. the math, right? It's like, if I want to save $500 a week, let's just say $500 a month, I have to not spend $500 this month. Or you can make $500 more. You, right? you, could, you could do that. But if I don't want to save money, I don't have to have any surplus. Yeah. Brad, did you yes. hear this is way off topic? which is shocking coming for me. Did you hear that Elon Musk is going to open up a restaurant on the moon when they get there? No. Yeah. He absolutely wants to. Uh, it's going to have great food, but no atmosphere. Uh, <laughs> 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 I haven't that, that one for like 10 minutes. That is such uh, an old joke. Oh, that was so good though. But like, you believed it because I put the Elon Musk twist on it. I know. It was so good. Oh, it was very good. Oh, that was a good one. I really like that one. Bazinga. Uh, uh, do you know what? Hey, what what would you recommend? What do sprinters eat before a race? Um, I don't know. Nothing. They're fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That welcome, was a good welcome to Dad Jokes by Jay. Yeah. This is, I literally have a bookmark folder 
that's called dad jokes. And it's, I just counted. It's 22 different websites and Facebook pages filled with dad jokes. It's the best. <laughs> but the funny thing is I've had this like obsession with them since I was like 16. I don't know whether to love you or hate you. A little from column A, a little from column I want, B. I want people to hate how much they love me. Yeah. Somebody on the Facebook group said, I've been in a cut for about a month and I love the outcome. I was under eating prior. If I want to lose and tone the last bit of fat in my belly, do you recommend using the fat loss or muscle gain calculators? I would use the fat loss one. Yeah, agreed. If you're trying to lose fat, fat loss one. Yep. Uh, Carrie Smith said, you guys are silly. Um, I am. Brad is all serious, all business, all the pH time. PhD time. All the PH time. Yeah. I wonder how old my blood pH is today. Sometimes it gets acidic in here. Oh my God. <laughs> you're so basic. I was just going to say, you're so basic. <laughs> ah. oh. Uh, oh, Brad, yesterday I was, I was out with the horse, the horses and uh, Liam was riding one of them and Lisa was walking Liam on a horse and I was on mine and the horses stopped and they're two boy horses and they just butted heads nussle each other and then i mean lisa's been riding horse since she was seven i i I have never seen that lisa's and one's 22 and one's 32 and the 32 year old horse just licks the 22 year old horse that i'm on he neighs and then just started running around the arena we were in because he was like so happy came back and then they did it again we had never seen anything like that it was the scariest moment of my entire life and then my horse <laughs> took the biggest poop i've ever seen in my entire life i don't know why animals keep pooping and throwing up around me brad but it's really because that's what animals do not around not they they should know better oh my god uh, we got oh, people are sharing dad jokes brad uh melissa canuti said here's another one for you what's the difference between boogers and broccoli kids won't eat broccoli oh ah, that's me, true me either i mean I mean, not what I said. Um, I love dad jokes. My husband gets annoyed with me over them. Oh, everybody in my house gets eye rolls at me when I when I take out my notebook filled with them. Yes, I have a notebook filled with them. You have notebooks everywhere, don't you? I do. Here, here are today's notebooks for meetings, Brad. There and there are actual words on these, but <laughs> there's actual words on these. Yeah, there's the actual words. They're not just blank notebooks. I mean, this one, the future pages, uh... but there's actual stuff written on them. You know what's so funny is I used to keep like a journal like that and then I just realized I was just accumulating crap all over my desk in my house and now yeah. it's like I have nothing. It's I great. have a journal or I have a I have a notebook that organizes my notebooks. Yeah. I w- I wonder how like much more productive and awesome my life would be if I followed like all the hacks of like having a morning routine mm-hmm. and and keeping a journal and like meditating and doing all the stuff that people tell me I should do, but I just don't do. I have tried. I think all of them. I'm sure. I'm sure you have. I did when I was in contest prep in 2015. I did because I wanted to. I, I wanted to crawl in a hole and die the entire prep. Um, so I, I meditated, and that just it was basically 15 minutes before I would start my workday of me sleeping while sitting, um, and then the 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 daily journal the morning journal i've tried like eight different things to do i'll do it for two days and then it doesn't work um, yeah yeah no i just i get up and i i do what i have to that's the, the the best outcome i think is is there so if anybody has any questions feel free to ask brad let's ask let's get uh our last thing so putting this all together 
we've talked about calories, we've talked about macros, we've talked about why they matter. What is do you what do you think for, for somebody who's watching this who said, you know, I I, I want to start tracking, I have, it's just overwhelming, I'm confused by it, or I've done it successfully, but I can't get back at it. Um, or somebody thinking, well, I could just follow a low carb diet and not track anything and be fine. What would you say is the why is is what what do you what you're putting it all together for this? Like, what's the message on on why you should follow this method? Um, I have a couple answers. Only one. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Answer away. Okay. Um, one is what you're really doing is building a skill set, right? I mean that that's fundamentally what you're doing. Um, I kind of tell people it's kind of like tracking a budget, right? Is the more you track a budget over time, the more you just develop skill sets around like how much do things cost? How much money am I actually spending? How can I be financially literate? How can I like you start to build all these cumulative skill sets that might make your financial life much more stable and secure. And you feel like you have more control over it. Um, and eventually you can, you know, not budget every single thing of your life, but you know, like, okay, here's my income, here's my expenses, and I'm gonna have roughly X amount of my savings every month without like being overly controlling about it. But you can't do that from day one without developing those skills. So <clears throat> kind of counting your macros and counting your calories is very similar to that, right? Um that's that's one. Um, another one is taking this approach allows you to utilize any dietary approach you want and lose weight. And you will always know why or why not a diet is working or not working. <clears throat> so one of the things that we hear all the time is people like, oh, I, you know, I, I used Weight Watchers and that worked until it didn't. I used keto and I lost a bunch of weight and then it stopped working. Or I tried... Um, you know, a very low fat vegan diet and it worked for a while and then it stopped working. And And so learning how to track your macros and count your calories really will solve all of those problems, right? It's like, if you want to do keto, great. If it fits your lifestyle and you're not an athlete and you are not having any side effects, like that's awesome. Utilize that. But if you track your calories and you track your macros, you'll know, okay, why am I not losing weight anymore? Well, even though I'm, you know, going low carb, I'm consuming 3,500 calories a day. Man, my my muscle mass is really dropping, and I'm working out, but I can't figure it out. Well, you're getting, you know, 0.3 grams per pound of body weight and protein, so you're probably losing muscle tissue as you're losing weight. Um, you know, or it's like, man, I'm really low energy right now. My workouts suck. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, you're only consuming 42 grams of carbohydrate today. Like that's yeah. not enough to replace the muscle glycogen. So your muscle stores of energy, you're pretty low. Um, so it allows you to utilize any dietary approach you want mm-hmm. while still getting results and always knowing why or why it's not working. Yep. Barring some crazy medical thing. Yeah. And, and I think it's, yeah, you can, you can follow any nutrition. That's the one thing I think people don't understand. You can follow any nutrition approach you want, any, any popular diet, any, anything, you know, I, I've had, I, I always liked it when I had people who, clients who would come in who, you know, oh, I, I follow keto. I want to switch and I'm nervous about switching macro, macros because it's a lot of change. Well, keep following your keto diet then if that's yeah. what you want to do. Let's just, let's track those things. You can actually learn how the, how this works, where your calories are. And 
And I would take people and you know, they'd be in a calorie deficit. They'd be way, a way low calorie deficit too. And then I would keep them at keto, keep them at that low, really maybe not in ketosis, but keep them at a low carb, high fat diet. And then just bring up their overall calories through the day, keeping their carbs low, bring up their fats and their proteins and watch them gain and, and watch them put on a pound or two over a week or two. And then they say, Oh, it's the calories. They're doing it. It doesn't matter that I'm in this. Yep. And they'd slow, they'd have a lot less resistance to adding in carbs and things like that um, over time. So I think that's something that people overlook. They think this is, they think flexible dieting is, is, is a, a system and it's really just, Yeah. I think a lot of times people mistake like tracking macros and flexible dieting with the, like the, if it fits your macros approach, right. Mm -hmm. Of like, Oh, I'm going to just slam protein shakes and eat pop tarts. And that's what I'm going to do. It's like, not really. It's, it's more of just like, Oh, here's how we account for the energy going in and out of your body. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Exactly. And that, that whole, if it fits the IIFYM approach was, you know, that's, that just started from bodybuilders asking on the bodybuilding.com forums, like, am I allowed to have a cookie? <laughs> like, that's what it started. And they're like, yeah, it's your macros. If a cookie fits your macros, have them. And then people turned it into this. Well, I'm just going to eat pizza and, and, and cookies and pop tarts and, and drink beer all day and I'm going to lose weight. And it's possible, but you, you yeah, well, very hungry life. Well, I think a lot of people like when you find like, let's say you, you know, you're kind of practicing the old traditional like chicken, broccoli, rice, bodybuilding approach, right? And you're getting great results and you're just like, dude, this sucks. And somebody's like, well, you know, like all that really matters at the end of the day is energy balance and like where you're like the type of macronutrients you're consuming. And then somebody is probably like, oh, so I can stay super shredded and still like eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew. And somebody was like, yeah, he's like, I don't believe you. So I'm going to try it. And he tried it. Yeah. And he was like, Oh crap, this works. Yeah. Right. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, I remember the discussions when they were, when they were going on on the, on the bodybuilding.com forums, Jason Chalua, uh, uh, somebody, somebody had posted, I've talked to him about this in person too. We had, it was, this was like 2002 and we were on the bodybuilding.com forums and his name was big red on there. If anybody doesn't know, Jason Chalua is a, uh, he's a, I think his PhD is in nutrition. Uh, yes. And now he basically tracks down snakes and alligators in the Everglades. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, if you don't follow him, he's <laughs> yes, so he awesome, could. but he, uh, he, he was big. He, I think he's, he's a year younger than me or a year older than me. And it was 2004 and he, we're about the same age. And so I was a, I was a paramedic already. And some, he posted, somebody had an injury on there. And I, I said, you know, you, you should not lift when he, somebody had tore their pec. I think it was. Yeah. He had tore his pec and it just a big purple bruise across his chest. I'm like, you should not lift. You need to go to a doctor. And Jason, Jason, like four guys, they slammed me and were like, don't be a sissy. Like he can lift men lift, like go lift. And I got de-repped on the boards and all my credit went away. And, but then I asked Jason about it at one of the Lane Norton VIP conferences. And he, he obviously he did not remember it. I wouldn't expect it. He's like, yeah, I would, I, I would definitely have done something like that in 2008. Sorry about that. Or 2004. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But I completely remember when they came out with it and it was like, it made sense. And then I just kind of forgot about it for years. Like just, oh yeah, you can just track your macros. And, and it was also a lot harder because you had to use paper and books. Yeah. So uh, Leanne made a comment. Leanne said, tracking macros also gives you something to fall back on. I am eating at maintenance without tracking. If things get out of hand, I can always come back to tracking it back on track. Exactly. 
and and building on what you said, Brad, with the the chicken and the chicken and rice, like I go back to that pr- pretty often to like my default meals are chicken yeah. and rice, like like, and then when I want to change something, chicken rice and broccoli is what I eat most of the time, and then when I want to change something, it's easy, um, or when I get sick of it, I can switch it up. But I think that's the one thing people, I I, I think people add in too much variety in the beginning of dieting. Yep. You want to make meals, you want to do all this, keep it simple and then switch out one meal. And then once you've done that a couple of times, then maybe you can switch out two, but always have that default staple, I think is the, uh, the easiest thing that people miss. I would agree. Brad, do you have anything else? Um, it's a big week here at Macros Inc. I'm very excited. Why? It's just an exciting week. We have a lot of stuff going on. You're an exciting week. We have lots of clients we need to help. We have lots of lives to change. We have podcasts to do. We have podcasts to release. We have articles that we need to publish. I have NutriWiki courses I have to edit. Can I tell uh, people what, what I'm what 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 we're going to be doing? The thing I got to talk to Justin about later. Can I tell people? Just know, just know what 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 we're going to be doing. Just what that is. Maybe. Okay, fine. I won't. I mean, you are the CEO, so you kind of get to do what you want. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. I think we're, we're, co, we're co. We do. I, I don't think that that's why we work well together. I don't think that either one of us thinks that we're completely in charge, but we both think that we're completely in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's, I, it's a functional, dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. I think, I think at least twice a day, I think, well, thank God Brad's here. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. And then twice a day, I think, well, Brad has no idea what he's doing with this. So thank God I'm here. That's, so I, that is, I would say that's most of my days. I'm like, God, if Jay wasn't here, I'd probably die. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, absolutely. I tell that to Lisa like every four minutes. Well, thank God Brad's here. Cause I'm about ready to just uh, to throw my laptop out a window today. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to be for anybody who's still listening uh, for anybody who left early sucks to be you. We are going to be launching MI sport in the next couple, I'll go a couple weeks, if not sooner. We're not, not, many pieces, ahead. not, not many pieces. I don't think to put into this puzzle. Um, which will be taking on bodybuilders, powerlifters, and endurance athletes. The endurance athletes, Pete, may come a little bit later, um, but the bodybuilders and powerlifters will be high-level coaching from from pretty high-level uh, people. High-level people working on a couple uh, working on a couple world champions coming in and coaching for uh, the powerlifting piece right now. Yeah. So. A couple record holders, like we got, we got some real people coming in to, to coach for this thing, um, and working on working on the pricing numbers and stuff. But you'll be able to, if you're a Macros Inc. coaching client, and you're like, you know what, I want to take this is what I, I met my goals, my weight loss goals, or if you and now I want to compete, you can jump over. You you might you most likely have to switch coaches for that period that you're prepping for a contest, and then when you're done. You can go right back. You don't have to stay with with a prep coach, which are higher higher cost. You don't have to stay with them. You can go back to a a, a, a general population coach, the coach you were working with, and go back to a lower price to to come back out of that to get used to eating again. Or in your off season, you can go with with a with a, just a training or nutrition to stay on track, and then jump back into your contest prep. Um, going to be a couple different options for people. It's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, and I think the other the other piece too is you know while we're kind of starting with those sports 
um, you know, kind of bodybuilding, powerlifting, and endurance. The the longer term vision is to kind of build out like a a platform for kind of all athletics, right? Of how can we use kind of the model that we've done here at MacroZinc of um, you know education pieces, um, you know, really kind of building the foundational knowledge and concepts around you know nutrition and training for like weight loss, general health are much different than for athletics. And so we want to build a very similar platform for athletics. And that involves, Mm -hmm. you know, initially starting with coaching athletes um, and then building like education platforms and then eventually like platforms for training coaches Mm -hmm. for all that stuff. So uh, early days and exciting days in that project. Yeah. Now it's going to be, it's uh, it's cool because that's actually what I wanted to start out doing was what, what MacroZinc started was for me before MacroZinc, I had one called a company called Perfect Form Fitness that failed miserably. Um, and that was bodybuilders and powerlifters. I had a couple people who were successful. That's where Beck Gormley uh, came in at the beginning of Macros Inc. when we were still targeting bodybuilders and physique athletes. And obviously, we got her on stage. She did amazingly well. Um, but we kind of found our niche in general population with working with just average people who want to lose weight and then uh we figured hey it's time to time to bring that back a little bit so be shifted we're not and, and for anybody who's in macros inc thinking oh my god they're going to lose their focus this is a completely different this is going to be a, a, another company so this is going to be called mi sport so we'll have completely different macros inc itself is not changing um so nothing like that just an addition to it and different and and different people affiliated with it. So nobody, there'll be some crossovers, but not much. So different people. So people don't lose their focus on where they're supposed to be. Uh, Adria said, thanks Jay. I needed to hear that because I think that's why I get frustrated sometimes creating recipes. Yeah. Jumping into recipes uh, off the get go. I mean, to me, that's like you're, you just started, you know, you just started tracking your spending and now you're like, well, I'm going to start investing in the stock money and use options. And it's, it's way, way too fast not a good idea yeah no you need to you, you know every once in a while we might might mess around and try start with simple recipes right if you're if you're logging you know if you're logging every start with chicken with like a mixed meal i, I don't even know how to put this because i look at recipes. maybe i should I, I look at recipes a little different maybe than everybody else i i don't i don't think recipes are as hard as people make them out to be you just take every ingredient weigh them out and that's it it's, it's just like making a meal, right? If I'm having a sandwich, I put turkey. Uh, if I put, let's say I even put mayo on it, which is disgusting, but I put like turkey, mayo, bread, cheese, and whatever vegetables, and I weigh them and put them on. That's, that's a recipe, and I, I literally just did that. So with a – if I'm making – Greg, give me a recipe. I don't – Chicken cordon bleu. Okay, I, chicken cordon bleu. I'm just going to weigh all the ingredients ahead of time, measure them, <clears throat> put them in, log them and cook them. The The hard part people have is when they are dividing up serving. So if like you make a, a lasagna, how do you divide it? Um, and, and that, you know, you weigh out all of the ingredients raw, cook it. Once it's cooked, weigh the entire thing cooked and then take out a section of it and then divide it. And that's, that's how many you use. So it's uh people way overcomplicated, but it is definitely something that you need to, um, walk before you run with. So, all right, Brent, I think we're done. All right. Well, we, uh, we're going to sign off here and go do productive things. You are. I'm not. All right. Well, all right. with that, uh, same macro time, 
Same macro channel. We'll see you (laughs) in 48 hours from now. 47 hours from now. 47. Goodbye. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of Am I Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.